Welcome to the Sexy Biz Babe podcast. I'm your host, Tia Lin, a business empowerment coach and motivational speaker. This show is for the high achieving woman who wants it all. Each week, I walk you through how to own your power, generate consistent leads, attract clients, and close sales with ease and confidence. It's time to make money doing what you love. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. I have a special guest today and we're going to be talking about Akashic Records and how they can boost your business. So today I have Serena Curran. She's an Akashic Alignment and Manifesting Mentor. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi Tia, it's so great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited to share a little bit to today about um, the Akashic Records and how they really can help you in your business. And that, you know, in the Akashic Records, everyone has manifesting archetypes. And so what I do and what I've been doing, and I've I've been doing this kind of work for over 25 years, um, is I really help people to embody those uh, manifesting archetypes so that their business flows and flourishes for them. Awesome. So how did you get into this? And well, first of all, take it back. What are Akashic Records? (laughs) Ah, okay. Well, let's start. Yeah, let's start with the beginning. Um, Well, Akashic Records, everybody, you know, everybody, everybody has a soul. And I I hope most people (laughs) are willing to acknowledge that. And um, I think a lot of people understand that the soul is immortal, that it doesn't die when you, when your body passes. And so each soul has a record of everything that's happened to it. And that's record that um, it's sort of like a library or a database of everything that's happened uh, is contained, is, is held in your Akashic records. So everyone has their own record, uh, their own, so their soul each has a specific record. And um, so everything, every choice, every thought, feeling, or choice you make has an impact on your your records. But what I do when I work with your Akashic Records is I look at your manifesting archetypes, which is the the gifts that you have, the powers, and the way in which you best manifest and um, help you to understand those and embody them so that your business is, so that you can use them in your business and have your business be in alignment with the highest potential prosperity. Awesome. So what kind of shifts or success have you kind of helped people with? Like, where were they before versus after working with you? Oh, well, fabulous things. I've had people double their income. I've had them, I had one woman um, have her very best month within a day. Uh, She closed a big client. Um, People have a lot of synchronicities happen, like they get aligned with who they really are. And suddenly things start to appear that are right for that alignment. Mm -hmm. Um, getting attracting more clients um really being able to access um to be able to access their 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 real strengths they have a soul confidence i call it soul confidence so they're so confident who they are and uh, so accepting who they are because now they've learned that this is what's in their records and of course part of what i do is i also look to see what kind of hidden saboteurs are in there creating a problem with the expression of your gifts and I remove them. And that's has huge impact on people's businesses and their lives immediately. Oh, wow. So what's a saboteur? A saboteur is, well, there are all kinds of them. It's anything that really gets in the way of allowing the expression of those gifts. So you could have, for example, you could have contracts or vows or um, interferences from outside 
agents or, you know, just even you can have both present and past interferences. Mm -hmm. So someone could be sending you um, negative uh, thoughts or something like that, or anger spheres could be. So all of these things are um, show up when I look into your records, when I, uh, um, when I check out and see what's in there, and then we go ahead and clear them all off. And sometimes they're in your past lives. And so if that happens, I talk about your past lives and how they were created so that you know what to do differently when you're going forward. Very cool. Very cool. No, I think those are some awesome results, first of all. And this is just very interesting. So I just want to add that I heard about Akashic Records from one of the coaches online probably a year ago or two years ago. And I just started like, what is this? And like, I don't really understand it. And it's very deep and it has a lot of meaning. So I'm really excited to bring you on to talk a little bit more about it. So fantastic. Yeah. So one of the things is, you know, when you go to do something and you, you know, there's a lot of emphasis on your thoughts and your emotions. So that on the mental emotional healing and the things that are causing blocks at the soul level are not, won't be touched by any mental or emotional healing work that you do. Uh, so that this is the deepest kind of healing you can actually receive to really, that's why it's so powerful and it causes such great big changes in a shorter period of time. Wow. That's crazy. So what got you into this? Well, as I said earlier, I've been doing, I've worked internationally. I've traveled all over the place. I've been all over Europe and the U S and I, um, I've done transformational work for almost 25 years, mm -hmm. but I d got into the Akashic records because I, I'm a great, I'm a fabulous manifester. I could move into a new country and create a new life and business in a few days. And I found that I, at, a, at some point I came up against a wall and I just wasn't able to do the things I was able to, I, I could do before. And I couldn't understand why. And so I was looking around for various things. You know, I have a million tools myself, so I tried them all. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was looking around for something, and I heard someone talking about the Kashuk Records, and I immediately knew that's what it was. Yeah. So I had the work done for me. And what happened was I, I could feel all of the energy coming off of me, the heaviness and all of the stuff coming off of me when I had my records cleared. And so, wow. I, yeah, it was so powerful that I knew after that, that I really wanted to do this. So I did a lot of studying and then I came up with my own system for, um, wow. with the Akashic Records. That's so, that's so crazy. Yeah. I, it's very interesting and it's, it has a lot of depth. So I challenge my listeners to look into it, um, to open your mind because it's just definitely on a different level. So mm -hmm. How do you think knowing your Akashic records helps you in business? Well, first of all, what I do, it, ever, there's all kinds of ways to work with the Akashic records. So, but the way that I do it is very specific in that I intentionally find out what your manifesting style and your manifesting powers are. Okay. And so, uh, and so I come back and give you specific information about how to use those powers in business as well. Mm -hmm. So it isn't just, I will, you know, you learn about the powers and you learn about the positive and negatives of those powers, but you also um, get information on how you best function. This can um, tell you what kind of marketing strategy is best for you, what kind of uh, a marketing model might be best for you, give you uh, an insight on how you can, you know, what would really um, support you in your business. That's why it's so powerful and causing greater income and uh, growth for for people and also creating more time freedom. 
because it's yeah. got all those powers. Yeah. Which is what everybody wants, right? And yeah, exactly. Much, <laughs> it would be like, I think a good example might be, you know, instead of doing one way that maybe doesn't align with your soul, then you spend 10 hours or a hundred hours doing it that way. But if you actually aligned with your methodology with your soul, maybe you spend five hours and you get way more results. That type yeah. Of- yeah it's, it's like that. It's also, it, the other part of it is it's like when you're aligned, when you're doing something, you get energy instead of feeling drained by it. Yes. Yes. You guys, that's so true. Yes. Yes. Instead of feeling drained by it. And then you can think of it as, you know, it's being in the flow is what it is. You're stepping into the flow. You can think of it as, you know, there's a flow of creative force that comes through you. And when you're aligned, you're inside that flow. When you're not aligned, you're outside of it. So you can still manifest out there, but you're going to work 20 times harder than you would if you're in alignment and flow. Oh, I've completely noticed that in my life and in my business. I've right. heard, I always go back to this one mastermind that I spent so much money on and it wasn't in my alignment at all. Oh. And I worked harder and harder and most miserably for <laughs> several months and made no more money. And it was the weirdest thing. And I was like, what is wrong? I just kept being like, this something's wrong with me, something I'm not doing it right. But literally, I was not in alignment with my soul, with my like heart, with probably any of that. So yeah, that's also, I hope with my clients really build marketing programs that like align with them. So I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, it's really, it's incredibly important. And there's uh, different levels of alignment, but uh, the more aligned you are, the more joy you have in what you're doing, the easier it flows. And so you get really, when I, when I work with clients, I get a little treasure map is what I call it. It's sort of a manifesting map because it tells you how you, what your style is. Let me give an example. I had a client who um, was very, you know, most of the manifesting um, training says you need to look at outcome, like set a specific outcome. Well, some people are not outcome oriented. So this client was very um, hung up on outcomes and, you know, she had the vision board and all that stuff. And I said, you can just throw those away because those don't make any difference for you. You're you're process oriented. You're not, um, you're not, uh, you know, outcome oriented. And so what's more important for you is what is the process you're using to get to, to, to the end result? An outcome person just needs to look at the outcome and then sort of reverse engineer how to do it. So that, mm. that meant a huge change in her business right there. Just that one yeah. understanding. Yeah. Just like, oh, I was focusing on the wrong thing. Yes. Kind of like the wrong goal, the wrong. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, how, so how do you read the Akashic records? Like, you kind of brought it up, but can you explain that just for anyone listening? And they're like, what? <laughs> well, I actually connect with your particular record. So I do ask you to give me a little information about your birth. Now, it's not because I'm going to use that to find your record. What it is, is I'm, I'm just going to connect with your Akashic records and ask to find the record, your record. And then I use that birth information just to confirm that I've got the right record. It's just a safety thing. Basically, I've never gotten the wrong record, so it's, mm-hmm. but I like to do that just because then it's reassuring. And then I check to see that you know there's no blocks to being able to see the truth of your records, 
And uh, then I just proceed to go through a structured way of asking questions so that I find out. Um, so I get the information that I can then share with you that's very specific and very focused on what you can do with your business. Very, very interesting. Okay. So what are some of the archetypes? Well, there's all different, you know, there's several different ones of them. Um, some are, some, some are, are people, some, one archetype, some, some of them are very, uh, very fast moving, very, um, strong manifestors. And so they have a different way of approaching manifesting than someone that let's say is a community builder. So you could be a community builder. There are some people that are um, more from their heart center and they, people just love to be around them. So Mm -hmm. then they can use that in their business. So there's a whole variety of different qualities that can come through in the various archetypes that would, and you can understand if somebody is more in alignment with their really fast moving and their, um, they're a, a manifester as opposed to somebody who's, well, they're really about community building. Don't they have very different business models and business strategies based on that? Yeah. Where one person, like, let me try and think. One person might be staying in home and like being behind their screen and they're not serving their like community. They really want to be involved right. and engaged. And yeah, I totally see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really perfect example to you because, um, for example, the person that's a usually fast movie and a manifester might be more inclined to be an online marketer, but somebody who was in the heart center that needed that their people wanted to be around them, they need the one-on-one contact. They really need to be able to connect with people, maybe to see them or to touch them or to be in, in you know, speaking in front of them. It would not do them to be an online business person. And yeah, you'll find, I do find that there can be people who feel like they want to be solely online and it's just not in alignment with who they are. Yep. Yep. I actually found that for me. Like I, I, I like get, I need to be around people and I've made clients with people. And that's why I really wanted to do more speaking gigs. Like I really connect to them. Um, I've been pushing that to the side again. It kind of happens, but I think I do best with people and speaking and being on stage. Um, I think, yeah, my, one of, when I did my Akashic records, um, it was like, I like to perform. So I think some type of performing and some type of audience needs to hear me. And that's like what gets my flow going. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the whole key is when you know those manifesting archetypes, you know where to go to get your flow going. Yep. Yep. So I did notice that. And then, um, one of the things also said that I wasn't sure if you, you let me know what you think about this. But it was that like my soul really wants to be expressed and wants to be expressed in like my clothing and aesthetics. And then like I have a clothing line, a festival clothing line. So I just thought it was like really aligned that 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 went together. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yes, Yes, it did align. That's really great. So it's very reassuring. And also sometimes for people that are in that that fast moving, got to get it done kind of thing. They often get, um, they don't work well in organizations or corporations and they don't work well on teams usually because they're just too, too capable. And so it's a relief to them to know, well, that's just who you are. And it gives another level of self-acceptance. 
mm-hmm. when you, you see that and a kind of a reassurance, right? Like, wow, like for you, it was like, wow, I'm really doing, I'm really in alignment with what I came here to do. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, I realized, cause she, she's told me like, make sure you love your clothing and you're being expressed and like that's feeding your soul. And so I have a funny story is after she told me that I was like, Oh, like that's so weird. Like I've always really been, I pick my clothing based on how I feel. I've always been that extra bright, shiny, extra different person. And I was like, wow, like this is like me to my core. And then that weekend I decided when I was picking two outfits, I was like, there was one simple one and it was like, I don't feel that cute. Or this one like elaborate extra different one that my clothing line I made. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. But it was really bold. It was like a bold statement. So I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And it just, I was like fully expressed and I was like so happy that day. And then I got an idea for a course literally from that day. So it was like kind of like a flow type of thing, right? Exactly. And you know, that's the beauty of it is that flow. And um, so it makes makes being able to create anything that you want so much easier. So it's so, so much fun to see that you um, really had that experience. Yeah, it was. And it's funny because the picture that I took that day, I used it for the course. <laughs> of course. So like it all just like went together. So right. very cool. So, yes. um, well, I was going to say, so how, first of all, I bet some people are listening and they're like, what are archetypes? <laughs> ah, okay. That's a great question. So let's talk about what archetypes are. So archetypes are like generally understood and agreed upon um, ideas or, you know, so let's say there's a million of them. Like mother is an archetype. Father is an archetype. So if I say the word mother to you, you have an image of what that is. And that comes from the archetype or this energy of what a mother is. If I say marriage to you, it has an archetype. If I say partnership, that has a different archetype. And, you know, archetypes are, are energetic things. So they both give us information and we give information back to them. So you have these archetypes that are manifesting archetypes that are available to you that you can tap into in order to be able to manifest with greater ease. Okay. And that's really and how, many, how many different archetypes are there? Well, for- I look at all different kinds of archetypes. I look at your power archetypes and your performance archetypes. So there's about, I have about 15 different categories I look at. Okay. Okay. Very, yeah. very good. Yeah. Okay. So how do yeah. you use those archetypes in your business? Well, it depends on your archetype. And as just as you said, yours around, um, around uh, you know, clothing and order and beauty is being expressed through your clothing line. Yeah. Um, so there's all different ways. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of hard because there's 15 different qualities that I look at. Um, everyone is so unique that it's a little bit difficult to say off the top of my head, you know, exactly how does it get expressed? Cause it's very unique to each person. Okay. But what I will say about it is that, you know, people worry about their purpose and what is their purpose here on the planet. And basically your purpose really is to express the gifts that your soul came here to express. And you yes. can do that any way you want. There's, yes. no, there's no needle in a haystack that you're looking for. It's really about knowing what your gifts are and bringing those gifts to to expression in whatever form that you want to, whatever form makes you happy. 
So, I really um, love that. I really love yeah. that. Yeah. So the manifesting archetypes are a way of, of tuning into your purpose as well. Yes. I, uh, I'm going to quote that and put that in the, you know, in the show notes, because it's just, I love that because I remember, uh, I think the beginning of last year, or I've always kind of been on this like search for my purpose and like, I have to find it and blah, blah, blah. And like, I remember one of the coaches being like, it's okay. Like you haven't found it yet. And she was just like, like you're, you're finding it, you're growing. And I just kept like searching and blah, blah, blah. And I I did follow more of what lights me up and more of my joy and more of my fun. And I think that's what I really recommend for people to find their purpose, to be soul driven. But I just, I like that because I made a clothing line, you know, that's an expression of me. And then, you know what? I'm not as excited about it anymore. Like I still love it, but I'm not as excited. Like I don't put all of my energy towards it. So now I do coaching and it's more of me and like expressing myself. So I love that. So if anybody's listening, don't be like, make it this big old thing that you have to find your purpose. It's like following, would you say like, as you go? Yeah. Your manifesting archetypes will actually, uh, in your soul, like your gifts in your soul are what you're here to express. And the truth of the matter is that it is the things that you love and you enjoy and you can figure it out. And sometimes when I work with people, they recognize their archetypes. Sometimes they don't because sometimes we are not connected with our archetypes, but sometimes they recognize them, but it's still like, wow, that's so cool because I really thought that that was something I had that was special. And that's the other part of it too, is sometimes we don't recognize our own gifts. So, you know, I have clients that uh, are really great at being able to see the truth and being able to tell when something is a lie and when it's not, but they think everyone else can do that too. And they can't. Yeah. So your own gifts, sometimes you, you can't, you just can't see there. It's transparent to you. So when you get the archetypes, you've really got it right there in front of you to be able to work with and to use as a map in your your, your business. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I, I thought people, it was all based on feeling like I'm with like my sac- sacral energy and really connecting to like how I feel. And I just thought everybody, like you choose based on how you feel. I literally choose clothing based on how I feel. I choose everything based on how I feel. I judge <laughs> businesses, decisions, everything. And then learning that I was like, whoa, like other people don't it's not like that. And so that was a big like (laughs) awakening, like, oh, like maybe my clients that helped me because maybe my clients, they need to choose decisions in a different way versus me telling them go with your gut or go with your feeling. Like, right. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. That's the, everyone is so unique. If you've got 15 different parameters that you can look at right there, there's a whole different way that you approach life and, um, and that's why I, uh, sometimes I get a little, there's a couple of things about the generally taught things in manifesting. One is that all this emphasis on feelings and emotions, it's not really what's going to make a difference. What makes a difference is the choices and actions that you take. Okay. It, those are important. You know, mindset and emotion are important, but they're not the only things and they don't need the full emphasis. It's actually the choices you make. And one of the things that happens when you have your manifesting archetypes cleared is that you have greater freedom to make different choices than you've been able to make in the past. Sometimes people will say to me like, wow, I just thought that's how it was. No, that's not how it is. It was just how it was for you until that 
saboteur was removed that allows you a greater degree of freedom in making different choices. Gotcha. Yeah, I really like that. I like that a lot. Um, so I have a question listed here. So how would you connect to soul in your business? What, what recommendations would you say? Uh, how do I connect with soul in my business? I'm not quite sure what the, (laughs) what the question is. Um, basically, um, you know, you connect with your soul by doing things like listening to your intuition, your higher self, doing visioning. There's a lot of different ways of connecting with soul um, and going in and feeling what's in your heart because the things that are really coming from your heart are the things that are really connected to your soul. Mm-hmm. And so um, as far as, as I said before, the manifesting archetypes tell you how you can best do business, what kinds of strategies, what kinds of... Um, um, business models are right for you. Um, what kinds of relationships are right? Like certain people, they, they should not go into a partnership in a business because it really won't work for them. And, uh, you know, I've had clients say, Oh God, is that why it didn't work? <laughs> um, they just, it's just not right for them. Others partnerships or collaborations are really important and really good for them. And so as, as I said, you can do it, you can figure it out through, um, trial and error, which it takes a long time, or you can get a little map that helps you to move along. Yeah. Or failed partnerships like that failed, could be a big business. business. Yeah. Failed partnerships, failed businesses. And, and, you know, going back to the purpose thing, there's a lot of businesses out there built around finding your purpose when it's really about tuning inward to who you really are mm-hmm. and expressing that that's your purpose. Yeah. I, I really like that. So people stop getting overwhelmed with that. And yeah. on what you enjoy and what you love and intuition. I love that. And uh, I just had to re-say that. Literally, you could lose millions and millions of dollars in business or thousands or whatever your thing right. is going into a bad partnership mm-hmm. and not understanding that you work best alone. So that's just a big thing. And then when somebody's telling you like, get a partner, get a partner, and then you just do it because of somebody else telling you, like having this treasure map and help would really help prevent failure in your business. So I really like that. Just having- yeah, it's really, really, really true. And, um, you know, especially, you know, some people, the kind of partnerships they have is, are very temporary. Like, you know, you can just have a, somebody that you work with for a couple of months and you go on, each go on your own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of it, you know, a lot of people who are entrepreneurs are free spirits. That's that idea of, you know, partnerships don't work. And I was in the woods and I saw butterflies, you know, and they were flying together and flying apart and flying together again and flying apart and together again. I thought that's a perfect image for how some people function best in business. Oh, okay. Very cool. So you would say some people work better alone. Some people work better, you know, with a partner and some people work better sometimes alone, sometimes with someone. (laughs) Exactly. But the key is knowing which one you are, because if you're not good with partnerships, so especially those people, they want, they can wind up uh, doing more in the partnership than the other person does. And I get angry and resentful. It's going to happen just because of the way they're, way they're made. Yeah. Um, if they're not aware, if they're aware of it, then they can manage that a lot more. Yeah. I don't know what mine is, but I would probably guess that I work better alone. <laughs> 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 I would guess. I really think that's me, but yeah, yeah. 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 haven't really ever, and, it, and I've tried to do collaborations and sometimes it just feels like, uh, like 
stressful and like anxiety and trying and against what I want. So I would assume that. Yeah. So then, you know, it's not for you if it's creating anxiety and so on. Yeah. For you. So I also do teaching, which I've got a, a new, a program coming up that, um, around building the energetic foundations for your business and doing things like tuning into um, intuition, how you best um, ask questions and, um, you know, things around reframing things that are happening for you. And that's coming up October 1st. Awesome. Oh, yeah. very soon. It's called, very soon. it's called, it's called um, stop stressing at midnight and boost your bottom line. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So let me ask you one more question if we have time, because you brought up different types of manifesting. So how many different types of manifesting are there? Um, How many different types of manifesting archetypes are there? Yeah. Uh, About 15. Oh, okay. Okay. But you said like slow versus fast, right? Is one of them. So is there a way that people could know whether or not they're a slow versus fast manifester? Um, well, there are qualities that are associated with it. Um, uh, you know, from your experience, I guess you can tell from your own experience, how, how easily do you manifest? Um, everyone's, we're all manifesting all the time. I mean, it's not like any, anybody's, everyone is manifesting all the time by every choice and, and every thought, feeling and choice that they're making, especially the choices, their actions. And so, um, you know, if you manifest very quickly, you know that about yourself. You should know that about yourself. I, you know, I don't, I, I think that's really the only way I'd say that they, you would know is that you manifest very quickly. The other side of that is that you can get impatient and um, because you manifest so quickly and jump ship right before it's going to happen. And it's also true for people that are quick manifestors that if it isn't happening, they need to stop and start over again. Okay. I really like that. That was a good tip that you told me earlier. So one thing that I didn't know, like you may think this is like obvious, but I didn't know I was like a fast manifester. I just thought, you know, everybody manifested the same. So once you said that, I was like, oh, like, yeah, I am a fast manifester. Usually if I have an idea or I have something super clear, it manifests pretty quickly. But knowing Mm -hmm. that, And then giving me that tip, I was like, oh, okay. So I just need to stick to it and not change my mind all the time. And I think you said, what was the tip that you said for like fast manifestors? Um, If you, if it, if you've given a reason, there's kind of a double-edged sword there because it does happen quickly, but you can, you can leave the experience before it it manifests. Um, And then the other side of it is if it's not manifesting um, quickly because you're, you know, in a reasonable amount of time, then you need to stop and start over again. It isn't, it is time. It's not going to make it better. Yeah. Quick manifestor time is just not going to make it better. Uh, you know, I'm a quick manifestor myself. And a funny story is about, uh, 10 days ago, it came up that I, I, I lived in Paris for a year and it came up that I wanted, I really wanted to go back to Paris again. And somebody said, well, why don't you just put that on your list of things to do? This is 10 days ago. And yesterday I got an invitation to go to Paris. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's incredibly fast. Yeah. And it's like, 
is it kind of like deciding to like, oh, that's what I want to manifest now instead well, of just we always yes, we, uh, that's true of any manifesting. The first the first act is making a decision that you you're going to manifest something, and then you have to make a decision and and be committed to it. Yeah, uh, you know, so yeah, that was really it. I was just saying that, and the person said to me, well, "Why don't you just?" say that's what you want to the universe you just she said you just told the universe that's what you wanted and then yesterday I got an invitation out of the blue that's and I was so like crazy yeah I know I loved it so yeah I really like that yeah so but everyone's a manifester I don't want anybody to feel like they're left out if they're not a fast manifester because it, being a fast manifester has that downside of you know if it's not happening you've got to start over um, whereas other people who are manifesting might be able to tweak things a little bit mm. and uh, change things around and have it come out, have okay. the position they want. So, what do you mean start over? I guess I mean I mean stop and start start over again. Whatever it is, don't you can't keep going along the same path. You, tweaking it and shifting, it, you've got to go back and look at the beginning and and, and it could, what what it means for each individual manifestation is going to be different. But you got to go back to the beginning and look at the manifestation and really say, is this, is this what I want? Is this the right manifestation? What other path can I take for this manifestation? I really like that. So go back and look at it and just be like, okay, let's get clearer and then put it out there again and decide. I really like that. And I'm all about deciding. Well, you know, every manifestation requires action. And that's another thing that's taught in, in manifesting, some manifesting circles that you can just put it out there and wait for it to come. That's really not the truth. It, this is a physical environment. You have to take physical actions in order for it to happen. And those physical actions need to be in alignment. That's the point. Uh, if they're in alignment, then they're going to be easier to manifest. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, 100% for me. I say that all the time. I say that all the time. You don't just sit. You don't decide something and then sit there and then say there's an inspired idea that you're afraid of or, you know, something pops up in your head and then you don't take the action and you just keep sitting on the couch expecting things to change. No, it's going to go away. So I love that. That is something I always use for my clients and my business and for me is yeah, you get aligned and then you get the inspiration and then you take the action. Don't just sit there. The universe, God, source, energy gives it to the people who take action. So that's, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I was on some group and I saw a woman come on and uh, say that she wanted a million dollars by Friday. And so just out of curiosity, I, I went back and I said, well, what, what are you going to do to get that? What do you mean? How dare you say that to me? What do you mean? What am I going to do? I'm going to wait for the universe to deliver it. And I thought, what is an angel going to come to the front door with a million dollars and drop it in your lap? Yeah, what? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. That's what a lot of people kind of seem to like teach. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to manifest it. I'm just going to manifest it. Or it's coming. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Like, think of a, a, a plan of attack. Like, get, you know, meditated or whatever. But then take those actions that come to you. So I yeah. love that. It's yeah. so about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's why, again, um, knowing your manifesting archetypes makes it easier for you to take the, the, the right actions for okay. you, for you awesome. personally. Yeah. Awesome. So how important is it to understand how you manifest in business? Well, I, I think it's incredibly important. <laughs> I mean, because you're making decisions all the time. I mean, part of it is, you know, making decisions that are in alignment with who you are. You're making decisions all the time. As I gave those examples of people, you know, aligning with outcome when they're really process people. And so 
um, and, and or aligning with being an online business person when that really doesn't suit you, that you really need to have that one-on-one contact in whatever form, whether it's on Zoom or, um, you know, in, in, in a, a live event or whatever, but that's really more where you're going to get the juice and the juice is going to carry you forward in, in your business. Awesome. I love that. Great. So we gave a lot, a lot of knowledge and I'd love to hear what you guys think. Please go check her out. Um, where can they find you? Well, they can find me on my website, which is serenacurran.com or on Facebook um, as Serena Curran is my profile. And I also have a group, Spiritual Boss, uh, Mighty Impact, and uh, the link will be in the, the notes. Awesome, you guys. So you can go check out those links and go ahead and follow her if you want to learn more about your archetypes. Reach out to her on Facebook or in her group. And that way you can learn more. I would definitely recommend her. She has a lot of experience. And thank you so much for being on my podcast. I loved it. Thanks for having me, Tia. You too. Sexy boss that you are. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, review, and share with your fellow biz babes. I'd love to hear your thoughts, takeaways, and questions. So leave me a review on iTunes. And until next time, I'll see you at the top. It's up to you to level up.